0: So far I've seen some amazing sunrises, some amazing sunsets, and a scorpion at my front door.
1: It's showtime, folks.
0: Breaking down the best four songs. This, this, this is
1: Mount Mount raw
0: You are a smelly pirate hooker. Welcome, welcome everybody to the latest edition of Mount Rockmore. Take a seat, Tex Rockmore's beard-wearing, guitar-spinning Rockalites, and Rockmore Nation, I am your host for this Tejas-driven climb, as we pay tribute to the four career-defining songs of one of those bands that truly created their own distinct sound. So grab a lone star, enjoy the only threesome you'll need this Father's Day weekend, Dads, grads, I ask you to check out our other Mount Rockmore ventures. At Bowershow.com. recently we tackled the Mount Rockmore of Europe. Uh, 1983, an entire year of Mount Rockmore. Southern Fried Rockers 38 Special, The Offspring Rat. Uh, listen, we have done a ton of these things, and we want to make sure that you can hear this at home. How do you do that, Bauer? Easy. Just tell your Alexa to play Mount Rockmore on TuneIn. And you know what? She'll put out. Just like a White Snake groupie. In classic rock history, there is a definite line between thousands of bands that sound like each other and the ones that created their own distinct sound that no one ever comes close to imitating. The latter is ZZ Top. The band's first record released in 1971, entitled appropriately ZZ Top's First Album, in fine cursive with the lowercase cursive Z, which I still find the most beautiful lowercase cursive letter. Not that I spent a lot of time looking at that, but but since that initial release, the band has released eight, the one, 14 more albums with their last record issued in 2012. And you better damn well be sure that even the play-ins are bigger here in Texas. Now we're doing this? From the brand new Bauer Compound in Austin, Texas. And I am fully aware that even with the shift from the East Coast down to here, I will not be able to satisfy every... No, 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 no. The blues can only be played one way, man. Only with one tone, man. At one pace. By the people I want to play my blues, man. You cannot have white guys with long beards playing the blues with distortion, man. Suck it you purist douche. It's time for the play-in here. Now, I was gonna go one way until purist douche stepped in. Then I I actually watched the ZZ Top documentary on Netflix, and I highly recommend that little band from Texas. It changed my goddamn mind. It It's weird, the effect of actually being in Texas, what that can have on you. I mean re-listening to these songs seeing the stories behind them see the band perform live the incredible tone the distortion the simple riff of a song sung by both singers in this band Dusty and Billy co-sing the lead on this one and thank God for it two of my favorite kinds of people wrapped up in one ZZ Top song you're playing today from ZZ Top this is Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers on the ZZ Top Mount Rock board. you we'll be- The singer-guitar player for ZZ Top, whom Jimi Hendrix once named as his favorite up-and-coming guitarist, continued to push the boundaries of traditional rock guitar with support of one of the most dependable rhythm sections around. And the guys even got to play with Hendrix. But that wasn't even their big break. Yeah, playing with Hendrix was one thing. Getting a big break, something totally different. And they got their first real big break touring with the Stones in Hawaii. Well... We'll let Dusty and the fellas tell you about those shows.
2: you got to understand, I love and always have the Rolling Stones. I mean, I just, whew. That was just great, you know, because we didn't, we weren't anybody. You know,
3: to get to go to Hawaii for one thing and to open for the Stones, you know, for three shows, that was amazing.
4: We decided we're going to go over two weeks in advance, and it was all under the guise of we're going to warm up. Well, the only warming up we did was you know wa- walking waikiki beach and getting some suntan
3: <laughs> charlie watts sat at the poolside bar probably about 12 hours a day i mean he was a fixture at that bar keith richards wore white pants that were as dirty as you can possibly get them he wore the same pants all three nights i remember
2: the hotel hanging out with the Rolling stone guys after the first night Bill Ham came to me and Frank and said, well, you've already run up this uh, bar tab pretty high. You guys got to cut back. And I went, oh man, he went two drinks a night. He had us on a two drink limit. So
3: Dusty and I found this, that uh, they made a drink called the Chimp in Orbit, which came in a glass that was about this tall and about that big around and sat on the ground and had a giant straw. And he came in, and he saw that, and saw
2: me and Dusty sitting there. And I go, this is only my second one, you know? And he just turned around and walked out, didn't say a word. <laughs> we did three shows in two days, but I had heard that on this same tour, Stevie Wonder was on one of the shows and actually got booed. Stevie Wonder. And so I was scared shitless, I mean, I really was. And we walked on stage the first show, we had cowboy hats on and boots and jeans, and you could hear a pin drop. When the
3: curtains opened and they looked at Billy and Dusty, you know, and they had the cowboy hats on, there just a veil of horror fell over this, this entire, you know, arena. It was like, oh, fuck, They're a country band. I turned to
4: Frank and Dusty, I said, all right, fellas, we gotta hit it. <laughs>
5: Mick
3: watched us, he dressed up, he put on like a A, a, a hat, and, and some coveralls and, and stood on the side of the stage with a broom like a janitor and watched this play. I
2: look over the side and I see Jagger looking at us again, but he's got a broom turned upside down like a beard <laughs> standing. So he's got a pretty good sense of humor.
0: I imagine Mick Jagger's got a pretty good sense of humor. It's carve time, my friends. And bassist Dusty Hill takes one of his occasional turns on lead vocals in this highly traditional typically supercharged blues number from the album fandango now lyrically zz top songs can feature how would i put it subtle and clever double entendres but sometimes most notably in this song they'll just decide to come right out and say what it is thereafter our first song on the mount Rockmore of zz top goes to yeah, tush was released on the band's fourth album, Fandango, back in 1975. It's the song that first turned many people onto the band, and it still sounds fresh over 45 years later. Great songs never fade away. On the way, they've always been seen as a trio, but one of their most popular records star only one of the members of ZZ Top, and how they got those beards anyway. All of it, on the way, here on the Mount Rockmore of ZZ Top.
6: You're back in the Fact Zone on the Onion News Network. I'm Brooke Alvarez. We're continuing the Onion News Network's coverage of the major snowstorm still pounding the Midwest this hour. And according to reports from the National Weather Service, the storm has been causing major problems for the nation's idiots. The latest estimates show 18 idiots in the region have already been afflicted with frostbite after accidentally locking themselves outside in their underwear. And another 12 have been severely injured when they jumped off their roofs into what they thought were deep snowdrifts.
7: I was going to, like, grab onto the back of my buddy's truck and just, like, slide along behind it as he drove. It didn't work. It hurt real bad.
2: It was too cold to scrape off the windshield, and I really wanted a super slush. I don't know what else I was supposed to do.
6: We'd like to urge any of our viewers who are huge idiots themselves to please have someone who knows how to work a computer help you go to the Onion News Network website, where we've posted several winter weather safety tips to help dumbasses like you survive the snowstorm.
1: This is a clearly, clearly not metrosexual moment, moment in history. Death Row Romantics. Death Row inmates who just because they're scheduled to die haven't given up on chasing the babes. The Associated Press reported that at least 30 Texas Death Row inmates have their own files on internet dating sites. These hardcore men thought to themselves, who cares if I killed a couple of old ladies? I've still got loving to give, at least for three more months. These guys know the right woman is out there who can see past their faults such as snoring, biting their fingernails, and a tendency to run over friends with their car. Is any man flawless? Hell no. Real men embrace their flaws rather than tanning or getting dental surgery or plastic surgery or hair treatments. Who cares if I only have one ear? Let's discuss this further back at my place. According to the report, one convicted killer said on his dating page, quote, I can be a big kid at heart, and I'm a hopeless romantic. We salute this true man, because trying to get a little action while you're behind bars with two weeks left to live and a tattoo of a bloody skull on your forehead is the definition of hopeless romantic. This has been Lee Camp. For more funny crap, check out LeeCamp.net and SharkBaby.com.
0: Taking down the best four songs. This, this, this This is is Mount Mount Rockmore. Rockmore. Why don't you try getting jacked off under the table in front of the whole damn family and have some real problems? Jackass. Welcome back to the Mount Rockmore podcast. If what we're doing here is bringing back happy party time memories from your youth, then check out our website, thebowershow.com. Follow us on Twitter. Give us a rating. Hell, give us a review. One to five stars on iTunes. One star if your beard is one of those kind of neck beards it's just really tight there to your chin line. Five if you've got the full-on ZZ Top tribute beard, if you will. Now, if this podcast brings back a fantastic memory, that's fantastic. If it's one that's a little foggy and perhaps tequila-induced, even better. ZZ Top, they're all about the beards. But how did a big tour, some downtime after that tour, and a real act of laziness, oh, that fits right into my wheelhouse, how did that create the look that is indeed ZZ Top? Well, Billy and the fellas will tell you.
4: When we reconvened after the hiatus, it was discovered that we had all gotten rather lazy. None of us had shaved for three years and this new version of ZZ Top appeared.
3: They take off a little time, they come back, and they got these long beards, except for Frank, obviously, whose name is Beard i had a beard you know but it wasn't near the beard they had and so i shaved it pretty much right after we got back together when i saw that you know they had this much and i didn't have you know i had this much (laughs) frank didn't
4: mind being beardless after all he had the name and he could go to the shopping mall without being interrupted
0: in case you missed one of the voices in there, Billy Bob Thornton giving a little bit of a breakdown from the Netflix documentary called That Little Band from Texas. It just so happens that in a long string of good luck for ZZ Top, that look hit at just the right time. The record producer explains how it worked.
8: It was kind of a shock, but it hid their faces. It kept the mystery but it let them come out to the world and started another kind of mystique. It started the cartoon characters, ZZ Top People, which it turned out hit at the exact right moment.
0: You know what that sound is if you ever watched MTV.
3: I can remember Debbie and I were... Laying in bed one night flipping TV channels and, and I saw this music thing. And they showed a music clip and then another one and then another one and, and, and we watched and we were enjoying it and about an hour later I called Dusty and said, hey man, there's this special on TV. It's all about music. You need to watch it. Frank called
2: me and he stumbled across the station and he thought it was a special and he went, man, this is a great show. You gotta tune in and I tuned in and then I called Billy. He said, it's on this weird channel. It's way down at the
4: bottom. And after about four hours, we called. I said, hey, Frank, uh, when does this come to a conclusion? We've been watching four
3: hours, and it's <laughs> it keeps going. About three, three, four in the morning, you know? We were like, god damn, how long is this thing? You know? And, and we got to go to sleep. We all are so excited about this new concept in TV. We were
4: fascinated by the possibility of video meets music. That discovery of MTV is what brought the notion of of putting three guys in front of a camera, and Tim Newman, the great
2: director, stepped forward. I had produced a video for my cousin Randy Newman of this song called I Love L.A., and apparently Bill Hamm had seen the video and had requested a meeting so i had this meeting with bill ham and he said we want to do a video for the song give me all your Lovin." he said the video's got to have a car and it's got to have girls you know And it was sort of like the unspoken thing was besides that do whatever you want that was the that was the creative brief tim newman he had
4: an idea he said i've heard about this hot rod car can we bring it in because i've got three pretty girls to match you three ugly guys
0: and that's What launched ZZ Top on MTV, and that leads us to our second song, being hammered into the ZZ Top mountainside. ZZ Top is the trifecta of double entendre. This song contains double entendre lyrics, which refer to a sexual act as animated in the chorus, she was getting bombed and I was getting blown away, and ultimately revealed in the final verse, it's Pearl Necklace, song number two on the mountainside. Mount Rushmore of C Z Top Song here on Mount Rockmore. She really upset me with
5: me again. I didn't give a what she liked. I don't know what
0: jewelry she's talking about really don't cost that much. (laughs) Think of it as, as much a Father's Day gift for both mom and dad. Now, while ZZ Top songs can be highly offensive to sensitive ears, Billy Gibbons explains that they tend to get away with it. He said there's an advantage to being last in the record bin. I think when Tipper Gore got to Zappa, she just got so disgusted she didn't go any further. Now, we're halfway through the songs of Mount Rushmore ZZ Top, Here on Mount Rockmore, we've got two songs to go. But first, it's time for a ZZ Top, Today You Learned. Today, today, today you learned. Today, today, today you learned. Today you learned that ZZ Top is the longest running group with an unchanged lineup in the entire history of popular music. Today you learned the best little whorehouse in Texas, and LaGrange by ZZ Top were both inspired by the same brothel. Today, you learned that ZZ Top, during one of their live stage shows, and this was very interesting to watch in the documentary, decided to have a mixture of live animals on stage, including vultures, buffaloes, and rattlesnakes. When a buffalo rammed into a tank full of rattlesnakes and released them live on stage, That's when ZZ Top had second thoughts about putting any more live animals on stage. And today you learned that ZZ Top guitarist Billy Gibbons and Dusty Hill were once offered one million million dollars by Gillette to cut off their facial hair. They said the prospect of seeing oneself in the mirror clean shaven is too close to Vincent Price film, a prospect not to be contemplated no matter the compensation. So they turned down a million bucks to shave those beards. That's, that's commitment there, my friends. I've got a coronavirus beard going on right here, nowhere near where the guys in ZZ Top are, and I can't wait to shave this thing off. Now, how cool is this video? Uh, I'm sorry if I keep mentioning these ZZ Top videos, but they did play a major role in the band's huge success during the early 1980s. ZZ Top's great guitar riff, matched by a pulsating almost dance-like rhythm made this a hugely popular track. It revitalized the dance club scene of the early 80s, a huge hit on radio and in the clubs. The song was the fifth... One, two, three, four... Fifth. Didn't seem like it, right? Single released from the Mega Eliminator album. Song number three on the Mount Rushmore of ZZ Top, It's Legs. of ZZ Top are credited with playing on the track, only Billy Gibbons was actually present. Engineer Terry Manning was responsible for all of the musical parts, save the lead guitar. And David Blaney, the stage manager for 15 years for ZZ Top, uh, explains that in his book Sharp Dressed Man, the pumping synthesizer effect in legs was introduced in pre-production by somebody named Lyndon Hudson. During the final tracking sessions, Terry Manning, the Eliminator track engineer, called Lyndon Hudson and asked how he did the synth effects for legs, although Terry could have easily pulled it off if he needed to, and that's how that was all put together, without even having Dusty or Frank there for the sessions. Now, on this Father's Day weekend, I sat back watching the ZZ Top video and began recounting the ZZ Top standards thinking of who would I put into this very Mount Rockmore. And I gotta address the ones, the songs, that didn't quite make the cut. The ones that were close, but no cigar. No ZZ Top cigar, or ZZ Top keychain cigar. On the holy shit that was overproduced planes lay the mangled remains of TV dinners. And... If slowing things down is your game, you'll want to avoid looking at the vultures picking away at the carcass of Rough Boy in Power Ballad Gully. Now, back to the mountainside. What ZZ Top drummer Frank Beard spent his first big paycheck on, and a battle between surfers and those of us with a dirty mind. Bonus points if you surf and have a dirty mind. The meaning of our last song is up for grabs next, here on Mount Rockmore.
8: Today, the Detroit Lions were paid a special visit by some NFL players as part of the league's mentoring program. Our own Reggie Greengrass was there to witness the heartwarming scene. Reggie, I
6: bet the Lions had the time of their lives. They certainly did, Mark. The look on the Lions' faces when their favorite player showed up, their eyes were as big as soft. Well, you
8: can hardly blame them. It's not every day they get to hang out with actual NFL athletes. Definitely. And these Lions uh, have been through so much. Not winning a game last year, bad draft decisions, bad. It's Miller. really
6: sad, Mark. I mean, no team should have to endure what the Lions have had to go through. Most people just write the Lions off as lost causes. That's exactly right, and people don't understand how much it means to a Detroit Lion when some real professional football players take the time to teach how to make a tackle.
8: Oh, wow. They'll remember that for the rest of their lives. Uh, and the yes. Giants
6: and mod Bradshaw was there too, right? Yes. At one point, Bradshaw had the ball, and he was kind of like play running towards the end zone, and one by one the Lions were jumping all over him to tackle him, but they couldn't bring him down. <laughs> he scores the touchdown, and they all fall into a big heap laughing. It was so adorable. Yeah, well, and that's a great lesson for the Lions too. Just do your best and have fun. That's what's important, right? Yeah, they had fun all right. At yeah. one point, this young Detroit Lion, Jerome Felton, uh-huh. he marches right up to Kyle Bowler and asks him for an autograph mm-hmm. Yeah, they're
8: not shy, those Lions. I imagine the experience really brought the whole Lion lion team
6: closer together as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, early in the day, some of the Lions had been teasing Kevin Smith because he kept dropping the ball and tripping on his Uh shoelaces. But Terrence Holt told the Lions that friends and teammates always help each other when things are tough.
8: And that's a good lesson for them to learn. Yeah, and
6: by the end of the day, Kevin was catching some passes and even running them into the end go. zone. The Lions, who were making fun of him before, even started calling him Touchdown Kevin.
8: Oh, that's, that's really nice, especially
6: coming from Holt. He used to be a Lion himself. That's right. He he told the Lions that with hard work, dedication, a little bit of luck, someday they could get out of Detroit, too. Wow,
8: I'm getting a little misty here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for the story, Rich. Yeah. Coming up next, the Baseball Hall
7: of Fame is inducted into the Hall of Halls of Fame. How many times has this happened to you? You are playing golf with your buddies, having a good time, then bam! You slice a tee shot into the woods and it ends up behind a tree. I mean, uh, that's not fair. That's sand in your mangina. But your day is not ruined, my friend. I'm Sergio Garcia, and this is Sergio Garcia's Mangina. Sergio Garcia's Mangina will softly and discreetly clean sand, divots, or any other coarse hazard right out of your mangina. It is guaranteed to refreshen you and make your round seem more fair. Roll into a fairway bunker, a quick spray takes the tricks away. Too many dogleg lefts that don't play into your crappy slice spritz away the tears before they stain your sundress. Mud on your ball, treat yourself to a mangina rain shower. Never again let a tricky golf course come between you and your masculinity. Not with Sergio's Mangina.
0: My Mangina is April fresh, but it also smells like bacon. Thanks, Serge.
7: From the makers of The Tiger Beat Me Again Tampon.
0: Breaking down the best four songs.
1: This, this, This is Mount Mount Rock. Rock.
0: You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Welcome back. We're down to the last track on the Mount Rushmore of ZZ Top songs. Songs that made you want to grow your beard, spin a guitar, and just praying that whatever came out of that ZZ Top car was hotter than the last video. Now, I also invite you to visit our shop at thebowershow.com. Complete with Mount Rockmore t-shirts, sweatshirts, other gear. I think there might even be a Mount Rockmore hat available. Uh, Go check it out. TheBowershow.com slash shop. And you can see our daily video podcast with my little girl, Lucky Bower, Beer Half Full Bower, where we dish out the smiles in under 10 minutes every single weekday. Now, when ZZ Top drummer Frank Beard got his first real big ZZ Top number type paycheck, what did he spend it on? Well, let's hear it from Frank. Somewhere
3: in there, I got $72,000. I remember that was the first big money I ever got. Was, uh, I got a check for $72,000. Somewhere in there. What'd, What'd it, you do with it? I uh. Huh? spent it on drugs.
0: Every bit of it. Every last bit of it. Seventy-two dollars on drugs. That's the rock star lifestyle. Not a boat. Not a Four Seasons mansion, stay, nope, every last bit of it ingested. Now, if this song doesn't make you want to get up and dance, then just give it up right now. It's everything that is so great about ZZ Top is in this song. Cool lyrics, swing and boogie groove, amazing guitar work. The best line, I think, is the one that starts this whole thing off. It's the most iconic line of this song. And while the lyrics seem to imply, once again, shocker, sexual innuendo, Or double entendre. In the liner notes for the band's 1992 Greatest Hits album, it explained that this phrase is a gnarly lingo for a surfboard or a boogie board. Either way, it's good, clean fun. However, this claim of surfing belies what you hear in the lyrics, right? When it talks about the boogieing done at night. Can't really surf at night, can't. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Well, you listen and you tell me. From their 1981 album El Loco, it was released as a single the same year it reached number four on the Billboard mainstream rock chart. And your final spot in the Mount Rockmore of ZZ Top goes to Tube Snake Boogie. gibbons once memorably described zz top's music as the same three guys the same three chords ZZ Top made their name by digging deep into an uncluttered, sleazy groove and then reimagined it with all the help of a modern-day overlay of technology that sent them to previously unimagined commercial heights. And I, for one, thank them, as I'm sure you do. Later, they doubled back to their raw, original glory, exploring core blues influences and adding splashes of roots music. And I thank them for everything that they've done. Man, the first... Mount Rockmore from Texas in the books here. You hate my picks? Think you could do something better? Well, tweet us. At M-T-R-O-C-K-M-O-R-E at Mount Rockmore and let me know. Because now that I'm in Texas, I may need you to help me co-host some upcoming Rockmores. And to anyone who had their video-fueled fantasies about the sexiest women MTV had to offer. Hot women just pouring out of what appeared to be a PT cruiser. Which... Some years later now is, I believe, a very lesbian fetish. Probably even on Pornhub, category of its own, by a trio of men in beards, except notably the one guy in the band whose last name is Beard, spinning their guitars in their crotches. Well Tell your pals to subscribe, and we'll be here for your fortieth high school graduation road trip. I'm Bauer, thanks for listening. See ya. You got try new things.